very soon. So this morning we're talking about recognizing signs of stress in students uh, and we'll also be chatting about uh, how to better communicate with our students. And I'm really delighted to be joined once again by Raymond Yang, one of the co-founders of Just Feel, which is a local group that provides social emotional education support to students and teachers. Welcome back on the program, Raymond. Thank you so much for being with us today. Um, so, are you able to hear me clearly? Sorry. Yeah, I can hear you clearly. Excellent. Yes, thank you so much for joining us this morning. So, maybe let's talk about some of the common emotions that um, children feel when they sort of return and go back to school. Typically, what are some of the emotions that uh, you've come across with them? Yeah, I think when we talk about students, it may seem very hard to understand, but it will be easier for us to put our shoes into them and reflect on our own experience. We also had summer vacation before, and when we had to go back to school, we will feel excited, but also a little bit anxious. Excited because, wow, we can hang out and play with friends and teachers again. But anxious because it's getting back to the routine and the schooling, so that we may feel a little bit stressed of the new subject materials and new classmates because we have to adapt to another class culture and follow another class teacher. So we will have a lot of feelings and it will be so much better if teachers and schools provide a safe space for the students to be aware of themselves and to express and connect with each other at the start of the new academic year. I think you're right. It's so good that you mentioned, you know, putting ourselves in their shoes because we were one students a bit before and it's a long time ago. But at the same time, those feelings are, are, are so true that, you know, you, you look forward to going back to school because there are elements of it. But with the school pressure and the homework and you're right, that routine and all the tests and exams, that sort of anxiety uh, inducing. So what sorts of signs um, can parents look out for uh, w w with their kids? I mean, w w yeah, what sorts of signs will these children sort of display? Yeah, um, different children will have different signs because they may have different personality and different trust level with their parents. So if parents can take a initiative to invite children to share feelings and connect, then the children will be more open up and then share different kinds of worries going back to school. And we actually suggest parents to share their own feelings as well so that it will be a role model for students to follow through instead of just asking the student to share without parents sharing. Exactly, you're right, because a lot of the times, you know, um, I, I seem to remember, you know, conversations with my own family. It's like, oh, what did you do at school? How was your day? Kind of thing, and which is great, you know, that they're showing an interest. But at the same time, I remember thinking, well, you know, why don't you tell me about your day? Why are you just asking me about my day? Why do I have to just keep talking? Um, so it's, I think you're right. It's important that parents also lead by example and perhaps share about their day and not just wait until, 
you know, now to ask about um, that, that sort of conversation should be ongoing. Even if they don't have school now, you can still ask them, you know, what did you do today? Or, you know, what did you get up to? I think that constant communication is really important so that students can, can all, or, or children can always feel they can, they can trust their family and share their own feelings. Yeah, and this should be a daily habit. Yes. So when Justfield tries to support parents and teachers, we do not only provide trainings, but also provide a lot of tangible tools like our feelings and needs tab and feelings barometer. So parents can check in themselves, also their kids at first when they go back home, fix their feelings on the barometer. Also, we have a classroom barometer of teachers to share with the whole classroom and then students and teachers can share their feelings at first before everything starts. So it will become the habit to connection before solution. Yeah. Um, what are some ways we can encourage our children to share their feelings with us? You, you mentioned just now, you know, parents can also start by sharing their feelings. Um, I, I got to say, it may not be so natural for some people to share their feelings. Uh, Raymond, can you share any tips or, or sort of phrases that parents can try out? Uh, because I, I don't know, maybe some parents are um, just, yeah, less able to share their own feelings. So where's a good starting point? What are some phrases that we can use? Oh, the starting point will be using tangible tools because if we feel embarrassed to share verbally, we can use the tangible tools to pack the feelings and show it. Or we also provide some journals and parents and teachers can draw and then invite their kids to draw afterwards. It will be so important for us as adults to practice what we preach and we can internalize the practice first so that we can invite the kids and they will follow what we do. Yeah. Um, now, sometimes, you know, how should we manage, um, how should I put it, how should we manage our children's emotions if they share with us, if they tell us they don't like school or they're finding it hard to cope? Mm, it's not uncommon because schools are sometimes stressful. It will be so important for us to first, accept children's feelings and needs instead of just asking them, hey, you're a student, you have the responsibility to go to school and learn and grow up. It will be bad if we just reject the feelings at first. So it will be important for us to take a deep breath and then to accept the feelings non-judgmentally and find out the needs behind so that we can connect with the kids first afterwards we can discuss the alternative strategies or also collaborate with the class teacher to find out what are the better ways to fulfill the children's needs. Absolutely. Because I think, you know, the way I grew up was that when I used to complain about school, my mom would just say like, oh, everybody has to go to school. You're not, there's no exception. <laughs> and I remember feeling, well, it doesn't mean everybody has to like it or enjoy it. But it's true. Once they, once they then sort of, allow you to or accept or acknowledge your feelings, you actually feel a lot better. And then they say something like, oh, yeah, it's, it can be really tough. You know, there's a lot of homework. And you think, yeah, they do understand. They, they know there's a lot of homework. Um, and a lot of the times parents just want to fix 
the, the emotions for the children, but actually just help them accept that, you know, there are good days and there will be bad days and it's okay um, to have these days. Um, at the same time, I think it's also important to help children build their resilience um, so that they can, you know, fare better if they encounter a tough day. So, you know, what are some ways we can help our children build resilience? Yeah, as what we have discussed just now, it will be so important and useful, effective, if we encourage the kids to embrace their vulnerability and to be aware and also acknowledge and also express their negative feelings so that we embrace our whole self. Everyone has positive feelings and negative feelings. If we can embrace all of them, we will be more living fully. And also, it will be important if we trust the kids more and let them take responsibility of their lives instead of holding their hands and then planning everything for them, not letting them fail because everyone learns from failure. For parents and teachers, what's most important is we walk with them, we support them and we listen to them. We love them. That would be so great for a kid's lifelong growing and mental well-being. Absolutely. Raymond, I, I just want to say, I think your organization is really, really wonderful. Truly, you know, doing great work by our students. It can be, a, a, you know, stressful for our young children to navigate the different, you know, through their journey. But it's really amazing to have, you know, NGOs uh, such as Just Feel to really go into schools and help children and parents and teachers just to, you know, have that positive dialogue and just to have that um, social emotional education. So, thank you so much for joining us once again. Can you remind our listeners um, how we can find out more about your work? Have you got a website and also social media? Yeah, we are on LinkedIn, Instagram and Facebook. Also, we have our website. Please search J-U-S-T-F-E-E-L, Just Feel. And we will have different kinds of tools to support parents and teachers. We will also have a lot of different kinds of uh, fundraising initiatives. So if you're interested in supporters, please check out our website and social media. Excellent. Thank you so much once again, Raymond Yang, one of the founders of Just Feel, which is a local group that provides social and emotional education support for students, parents and teachers. Thank you very much indeed, Raymond. Thank you, Noreen. See you soon. Bye for now.